Okay. Awesome, Mel. We're just catching up with Mel. So she's had COVID. <laughs> Poor Mel. Um, okay. Welcome, everyone, to week 15. So exciting lesson this week is the fastest way to achieve your goals. And before we start, um, just a reminder that I'm just going to take a breath and have a bit of tea. I had this, um, I bought this um, caramel brownie tea from T2 for Easter. It's so delicious. It feels so decadent to be having this chocolatey caramely tea. Um, okay. So, yeah, just a reminder, like for everyone that we're going to get exactly what we need today and we don't need to know how that's true. Um, and so I thought we'd actually start, uh, some, start this a little bit differently and start by actually sharing in the group, getting you guys to talk and share um, a tiny win or share a failure that you want to, to, to celebrate today. So is I've got anyone on camera today. Um, does anyone want to raise their hand and share a, share a tiny win with the group? No, we've got nothing. Well, I guess I am throwing this, throwing this on, on you as a surprise. Okay, Stephanie's thinking. It doesn't have to be like just notice something you noticed or... Cynthia, you're smiling. You're on camera. Do you want to? Okay, Joan ordered a new journal. Joan, do you want to tell us about your new journal, Joan? Do you, are, you, are you able to charm? I'm coming. She's coming. Awesome. Hi. There she is. Hey, Joan. How are you? Hi, well, it's good to see you, Joan. Yeah. Um, I had spent last weekend with a couple friends that are avid journal people and I was so impressed that they traveled with their journals and that every morning out comes a journal and they're doing their little notations and I was so inspired by that I thought I should have a proper journal I've got all these little notebooks around the house where I keep various you know, like for our meeting tonight is one notebook for my other journal and then my, I have my food journal. And I kind of like the idea of showing a little more respect to the whole journal process. Oh, that's a great celebration. Yeah. I've gotten away from it a little bit. And I notice um, that I do much better when I do that regularly and it doesn't have to be a long time, but if it's a regular daily practice, the day goes better. And I, I haven't figured out why I've slipped away from it other than just old habits just resurface easily. Yeah. Or even, yeah, just like, just I think, and that's, that's, yeah, like that happens. So like, and that's part of being human and having a normal life. <laughs> so yeah, you just you know, be, so, be intentional. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah so I wanted to get uh, a nice journal, which I did. And, um, and I, I'm excited about it. Yay. That's awesome, Joe. Yeah. Should be here this week. Yeah. So that's what I'm celebrating. Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, awesome. So Stephanie's Stephanie's say posted in the group that she um she's she 
Uh, so I had my one-on-one -on -one session with Stephanie last week and she stuck to what we discussed last week. And this week she's focusing on having her plan B meals in place and she used one today. So we want to celebrate. Yay for Stephanie. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. We've got time. Anyone else? One, one more tiny win? Something? No. Come on. Yay, Cynthia. Tell me what, what's working well for uh, you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I think it was, you know, it's considered a win. I went to this, um, we have a kind of a secondhand store for food. It's like a, they have clearance food, you know, that they've taken oh, from. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like surplus and stuff. And I went in search. Um, you never know what you can find there. You know, it's just a hodgepodge, but um I went in search of riced cauliflower and I found several different like flavors that were already, you know, flavored it, you know, and I was like, not really looking for that, but I thought, well, I'll just pick up two of these and try. And one was like sesame ginger or something. I don't Ooh, even like remember. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one was a veggie or something, everything or it said or something. And I did one of the, um, the not, not risotto. What do you call it? Calling not risotto, yeah. It was very good. Yeah, it was. It was good, Yay. even with the addition of those other things. It, it. I was afraid it would not be quite, you know, uh, what I liked already about it, you know. But it, it was good, and um, yeah, just you know that kind of thing, and trying yeah. not to, yeah. you know, not trying to be hard on myself, just trying to say, okay, I'm going to roll with this, you know, and fantastic. And, yeah. So yeah. there's two celebrations in there. Cynthia like yeah. trying something new and then also like yeah being being kind to yourself like that's awesome mm -hmm. yeah awesome okay this is fun I'm gonna keep doing doing this and we start look so we'll start on so next week everyone get come prepared <laughs> that's a good opportunity mm -hmm. for me to practice being uncomfortable when people don't automatically raise their hand okay so plan for today is uh, going to do news of course and we'll quickly touch on our manifesto and then we're going to go deep on this idea of the fastest way to achieve your goals then we're going to talk talk through our process and i've got some coaching for nicole from the group but we'll open it up to coaching so i want to have time for the coaching today as well so just think is there something that you'd like some to do some work on it might be you know good day to, to raise your hand for coaching uh, so in terms of news, uh, Feelings Challenge is coming. It's starting next week. So I did a post in the group yesterday with, I've created a workbook for us and I went to print it this morning. And of course my print is out of ink, but my new printer ink is on its way. So I'm very excited about that. Um, so yeah, you don't have to print it. You could just use, you could look at the template and just follow along. Um, but basically there's two options with the Feelings Challenge. You, so you can either do, the one minute version, which is just all you're doing is just every day, just choosing a time where you, where you check in with how you're feeling. And so that is, that could, like, I probably recommend doing it before you start eating dinner. I recommend doing it like later in the day. Cause we tend to, when we're a bit tighter, we tend to have more negative emotion comes up, um, but you can, you can do it at any time. And, um, 
yeah, so that's that's the one minute version. And that's how we've run the feelings challenge when we have done it in the past. And when I've done it in the past, like I've, there's like got so much value out of doing this. Like it's such a simple exercise, but just being able to like check in with our feelings and like and actually just bringing awareness to all the emotions that have like come up. It's it's incredible. Like what actually is going on um so that you'll get if you want to do the the one minute version like that is going to get you amazing like insights and results um so like that's definitely worth it but if you do want to take the work a little bit deeper there's like a 10 minute version or you could do we could probably get it done in five minutes so a five to ten minute version and with that that version what we want to do is um what what that that is is I've actually just got um, one two three four questions that I get you to ask yourself each day, and so that they're in that that workbook, um, and you could do it on your computer. You don't have to print it, um, or but I, I I'm, I'm going to print it because I find it it helpful to have like just to be writing with my um, with my pen. Um, so there's, yeah, there's questions to ask yourself every day. They're the same questions that we're going to do for the 21 days. And, um, and there's also a little exercise to breathing and feeling exercise to do that. So all up, like you could, you could probably do that in five minutes, but if you allow 10 minutes. And so if you want to do the, um, the 10 minute version, again, get, think about like your schedule and when would be a good time to do that. And I recommend doing it in the evening like so either I'm going to do mine at five o'clock when the boys start having screen time but before I start cooking dinner uh, but you could do it after dinner like it's up to you when you do it but again it's just bringing awareness like to your feelings but and emotions and also actually giving yourself an opportunity to practice your emotions and also there's a question in there about um, you know to help guide your thoughts around like how you could see whatever situation you're in and whatever's coming up for you actually as a positive. And that's some work I've been doing on myself lately. It's just this idea that, you know, everything that happens in life, it, particularly the bad stuff, there's always something good to come from it. So if you think about like COVID, like, yeah, like it was like all these terrible stuff, However, there were some good things as well that, you know, connect, like you know, maybe it was just like learning how to use Zoom better or like whatever, like, but there were that like every situation, there's a seed of possibility. And so this is just like this feelings challenge is an opportunity to um, tune into that, to that, those lessons as well. So we're like getting better at processing our emotions without turning to food and processing our emotions in healthy ways and also like just changing our perspective on life as well. So it's really, I'm really excited about doing this challenge with you, with you guys. Um, so yeah, it's 21 days. And the other different thing I've done with this challenge is rather than have it set up that it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because like, yeah, it's great if we're doing a challenge and we're doing it every single day, but I actually, um, the work I've been doing with my sex coach, I actually, like she's given us a workbook and I've loved doing that. Um, but it's like meant to be every day, but I was like, you know, I actually on the weekends, I just want to take the weekends off. I don't want to do this work. Um, and, then, but I, and then I was feeling conflicted and feeling a bit bad about not doing it on the weekends. 
And then I just realized it doesn't matter. Like I don't have to, just because the spaces are there, I don't have to fill them out. And I'm getting, and the, the key thought really is that whatever I'm going to do on this is going to be enough. But what I thought we'd do for this challenge is it's 21 days, but it doesn't have to be 21 days all in a row. Like you can take misc days here and there. Just do what feels right for you. Just And just like whenever you come back to it the next day, like that's your next day and you don't have to worry about getting it all perfect and I thought that was a much better way to run challenges because there's so much value in whenever you do the work and it doesn't have to be this consecutive thing so um so yeah I'm really excited about this challenge it's going to be be really fun uh so that is that's in, under so in circle under the feelings challenge section is the post about that and so yeah like all the details are there and you can download the um, star chart and, and all the workbook if you want to do the workbook version and take it from there. Then um, our official date for that is next Monday. Uh, and the other news is just the not next week, but the week after there's not going to be any live calls because I'm going to be traveling and I thought it would be time for us to have a midterm break. And so what you can do is I will post... Um, a surprise bonus for you guys a, a video to watch but also just use the time to like do like an in-depth review of how you're feeling about this work like where you where you've come from like what's working well what areas that like what you've learned like the lessons that you've learned already and then what you want to um what you like what you want to be doing differently moving forward uh, so that's the week after next Free lunch is still happening um, Sunday, the 1st of May. I've got one taker, so I'm very excited about that. But if anyone else wants to change their plans last minute and come to Santa Monica, it's not too late. Um, so that is going to be fun. And also uh, we're going to do a free lunch in Canberra. So for the Aussies and anyone, actually welcome to anyone if anyone wants to come for a trip to, to Australia. I can't, can't wait to get to go to the, on the like international airport, get my passport out go on a plane it's like I'm so excited about it so if you wanted to plan a trip to to Canberra um Saturday the 4th of June we're going to have a I, I'm going to host a free lunch so um at Rebel Rebels so one of my favorite restaurants so if you want to come and have lunch with me you're more than welcome um okay and that's it, it for news and just a reminder yeah like if you miss some sessions like we don't have to do this perfectly you don't have to watch every single call or be attend every everything to get results like don't try and catch up just jump back in where you are and just know that like you're being guided like you're going to get the lessons that you need and it, it everything's happening in the perfect amount of time for you like and you don't need to know how that's true okay so let's go oh, a manifesto so um i thought our manifesto that we would focus on this week is number five which is we plan and enjoy proper meals so just a reminder that as naturally healthy people that's what we do is like we really have like one of our superpowers is that we use this um the the pleasure of anticipation and just knowing that the the anticipating things gives you just as much pleasure it's like me anticipating this trip is like giving me just as much joy as I'm probably more joy than I'm actually going to get on the trip and it's the same with food like 
you know, thinking about a, a special meal, thinking about a special treat and planning it ahead, like then you get the anticipation. Whereas if you're just waiting until the moment and deciding in the moment, you're, giving, you're shortchanging yourself, like you're missing out on all this, this um, potential pleasure of thinking about things. And Veronica did a fantastic post a few weeks ago in the group um, talking about, uh, um, and she, there was a, a saying in, um, that they have in Austria that translate as like, Anticipation is one of the best forms of joy. So just, just a reminder that as naturally healthy people, like planning isn't something we do because we have to. Planning isn't something we do because it's, it's, it's going to keep us on track. Planning something we do because then we get to look forward to like amazing meals. Like this is fun. Like this is really, really fun. Um, and it's free and we can just use our brains to experience that extra pleasure. So there we go. Um, okay, so now let's talk about the theme for today, the fastest way to achieve our goals. So really, and this is something that I have so learned on my business journey, but it, and I've learned it in every, well, I've learned this lesson in every way possible. Like anytime we're wanting to change and anytime we like, are trying to, we're wanting to become someone new. And usually like the bigger the change, the more this comes up is that our brains want to freak out about it. And we like, and, and the thing that freaks us out is when we start thinking about the big picture, we start thinking about how far we have to go and how um, like, you know, how far away we are from our goal. And whenever we're thinking about like, how far away our goal is or we're turning our brains and looking at the the past and thinking about all the piles of failures of how many times have I changed tried to do this how many times have I tried and failed how many times have I overeaten how many times have like I've lost weight and then gained it back like you know when we're looking at either the past or the future like it takes us out of the present moment and it causes to feel like discouraged and like it just it doesn't motivate us at all so when our brains want to do that like first of all just recognize like oh yeah of course like this is a normal part of having a human brain is that our brains want to do that but me freaking out about my goal isn't going to help me get there faster me like dwelling on like spending a lot of time thinking about all my past failures isn't going to help me get get there faster right so what is going to get us there faster it's, and the only thing that we can really change is the present moment. So the thing that's going to get you the fastest way to achieve your goals and to, to stay there is to just focus on one meal at a time and focus on one moment at a time and focus on slowing down, focus on planning ahead, you know, focus on prioritizing pleasure and then focus on like choosing again so when we do mess up and make make choices that aren't 100% in alignment with where we want to get to knowing that we can choose again and it really is that simple so whenever your brain wants to go to like the past and freak out or like and dwell on all this failure or it's like starts to, to like you're looking at this weighing yourself and you're looking at the scale and you're like oh man but I've still got so much to go, so far to go this is taking forever you just want to remind yourself yep of course I'm feeling like that you know be okay with that 
but then really focus on this idea of one meal at a time and just one and really yeah like one snack at a time and just what's the best thing bring it back to the present moment like what's the best choice that I can make right now like what do I need what ask yourself like what do I what does my body need right now and that really is the secret (laughs) like I've dedicated a whole lesson our lesson to this but really it's as simple as that it's like because because and and I was re I've been rereading um like James Clear's uh book Atomic Habits which I absolutely love and like it's all about small changes and how powerful they are like doing one so like, like leaving one bite of food on your plate is that going to cause the scale to be dramatically lower tomorrow? No. But if you keep doing that every single meal, <laughs> like over time and, and you keep checking in with your body and stopping when you've had enough, if you keep doing that and that becomes who you, part of you, who you are or most of the time, then you are going to like see results on the scale. So just yeah like this idea of tiny change and that whatever you are doing is enough is really important and it really and the cool thing is that when you make tiny changes that's when they become sustainable um and it's just that's really really fun like that's how we that's how we get to where we want to go with ease because we don't have to do these big like never having sugar again like you know fasting like crazy like a crazy person we just have to do it one meal at a time one step at a time and the little the smallest changes and we want to really notice and celebrate like small changes like and really notice when we're doing that oh yeah look at me I just left some food on my plate that's awesome like I didn't need that I didn't want it I left it great like nothing's too small to notice nothing and then the more you notice those little changes the like more your your like your subconscious is going to be in behind the scenes going oh actually no Jules is becoming someone new here like she is like you know leaving food on her plate she is like deciding to like to like you know stop when she's she's had enough she is like like being intentional with her snacks like this she is becoming this new person and so the more you notice the more that's helping change your self-concept um and the other part to this fastest way to achieve your goals is to really trust the process like and that we have like we have this process for a reason (laughs) and it's because it works it's because when we do these things and we're going to go into our process in a second like when we when we do all the the parts of the process that's when change becomes really easy and that's when we get the results we want to it's when we don't follow the process that we don't get results and it's interesting like I um, I've coached so, like so many people now and I, I just it comes up again and again it's like people are, oh yeah when I do it it works like the scale makes like when I stop when I feel satisfied and when I weigh myself every day and when I like do my like daily practice I see the results on the scale like it definitely works but then they'll be like oh yeah but I forgot like when I don't do it it doesn't and it's like okay cool <laughs> so we know we like we're all learning that and so we just want to keep come keep coming back and we don't want to make it wrong when we ourselves wrong when we when we fall off 
like trusting the process and following the process. We just want to notice when we're not and just remind ourselves, okay, no, I know what to do. Just like let that go, come back to like just get getting back on the horse. Like it's it's all good. Um, and yeah, just like I love this idea that like trust that everything is happening in the perfect amount of time for you and that if it's taking longer than you would like, it just means that there's like something more for you to learn here and that the way to learn it is to be focused on the present moment. Um, and I know this, like, it, like it's funny, like whenever, particularly in my business journey, like, you know, it, took me a really long time to get this and to learn the lessons that I needed to learn and in the moment like in that process it was excruciating it was like I would spend a lot of time in the river of misery and it was not fun right and but all the time I was thinking about the bigger picture I wasn't focusing on the the moment and I wasn't focusing on what I could do that day to help someone and what I could do that day to be better like to become better at marketing and selling and helping people and doing all the things that I needed to do in my business and so because I wasn't because I was freaking my brain was spending more time freaking out it took a lot longer because I was like either looking at my past failures or I was freaking out about never being able to achieve my goals and I wasn't take like I wasn't actually being in the present moment and being the person becoming the person who could achieve the goal I was like spending all this time worrying and it just didn't get me anywhere whereas when I learned to let that stuff go and focus on the present moment and focus on like what thoughts do I need to be thinking now that are going to help me everything changed and that's the same for you guys as well like it will really work when you focus on that present moment and focus on making the decisions of like and I was coaching Leslie this morning and she was doing a great job of like just like when stuff was coming up checking in like well if I was when I'm not like my future self like checking in with your future self of like what would my future self do in this? Like what would my naturally healthy self do in this situation? And then making like making your choices based on that guidance. And like, it's amazing. Like you, if you keep doing that, you are going to become that naturally healthy person way faster than you could have dreamed was possible. But it, it comes down to focusing in the moment and making those decisions in the moment based on your naturally healthy, what your naturally healthy person self would do. Um, okay. And so that, that's really it. So how's everyone feeling? Is that like, is that clear? Like, does anyone like, no Jules, like want to keep freaking out? <laughs> like, no, got no, got nothing in the chat today. Got no, no thoughts. No. Okay, we're good. I must be an amazing teacher. I haven't used that joke for a while. <laughs> Stephanie's saying you seem like Superwoman. That's so funny, Stephanie. <laughs> I'm so not Superwoman, but yeah, like it's just I've just learned how to coach myself and stay in this present moment. Um, Donna's saying I'm very good at freaking out, though. Yes, yes, Donna, great point. So. And that's the thing is that our brains are really practiced at freaking out. And also like our brains are designed to freak out. Like, cause that, like, as 
like through evolution in you think of like you know caveman times like freaking out was really helpful because we needed to freak out because otherwise a lion would get us or a saber-toothed tiger or whatever so that's really like that served as well and like it's as a species like that's how we've evolved and our brains like it's well documented in um in psychology that our brains are always scanning for the negative our brains is are like designed to be freaking out about stuff uh, because that kept us safe in the past so like there's nothing wrong with you don't know you're exactly where you need to be like that's just part of it like um so yeah like so fun to like be like just net it out. oh yeah that's right no you just notice like oh yeah my brain's freaking out because that's what brains do like but let's just come on you know you just talk like you can have a joke with it like i guess the and the other thing uh, other fastest way to achieve your goal which i've totally been learning from my sex coach is bringing a playful element to the work that you're doing like we, we take it so as adults we get so serious about things and you know this and when we're freaking out it's like it's like the end of the world it's like life and death and um and it's like so heavy whereas we can actually like have be playful with ourselves and like yeah brain like yeah you're all freaking out like you know and poke fun at ourselves and, and it just when we when we have that lightness it just makes life like it makes change so much easier and it also makes the present moment much more ple- pleasant and, and can it can make it more pleasurable as well um, and so that's like way more fun it's like a, just a we can bring that lightness I actually should have put that in my notes of like yeah bringing playfulness into it is is really fun um okay what else have we got um Aideen said I would like to coach on anticipation okay Aideen will we do let's do that now and and I'll um I just have to remember to coach Nicole Aideen you up for a chat now let's do speak of you so I can see Yes, I kicked my children out of the room, so (laughs) (laughs) trying to chase them away because it's bedtime. Um, So interesting, as you talk about anticipation and about food, and, and, and sometimes I do that, and I tend to fall flat, but an interesting experience, because this past week was my birthday, and right, it's been several years of COVID poopiness, and we can't do, right, nobody does anything special anymore, which totally sucks. Um, but I find I try to lower my expectations because I have a family full of people who don't sort of think of things for me. So when it's their birthdays or their special days, I, I think all these things that, and I, and what will I make for them and what is their favorite foods and what are these things? And then it comes to my one day, one day and, and nothing. Yes. My husband went and got, the takeout food that I asked him very specific to get because he will do exactly what I asked him to, to do. There's no surprises. (laughs) It feels so I, I have been sort of continually suppressing my anticipation because the falling off the end of being disappointed has become more and more of an issue as I've gotten older. This is yeah. 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 Of course. Like, yeah. And so like what we want to do in that case is like we can't control what other people do, right? And as much as we wish that they would like 
get us excited about our birthdays and do like the things that we do for them like so in this like when we're in in this specific example like acceptance is really we wanted we need to have some acceptance with it yeah that yeah like and that's okay like like you know yeah it sucks and if you could change it yeah of course we would but but the thing is like you're you feeling like dumbing like dialing down your anticipation because you don't want to feel disappointed that's just like it means that you're missing out twice because you're getting the disappointment but then you're also missing out on the anticipation so what you could do instead is like so first like just accept like like they're not gonna like and I do this with my family like because they're not they're not they don't do it like they're just gonna they get it like like when yeah like and that's okay but it's so just being okay with like yep that's them they're not gonna like there's not gonna be any surprises but what can I do that's for me that's gonna that's gonna treat that so that I get to anticipate it and I get okay. to have like how can I surprise myself? Actually, with the way my memory's going, like in the future, it'll be like I could, I will be able to order something, and like then it'll turn up. I'll be like, it'll be like a surprise. But yeah, like just that thought of like it's like they. So it's the, the underlying thought that they should be taking care of me the way that I take care of them. That's what causes the problem. So we want to just let that go. We want to accept them for the beautiful people that they are. And know that they're doing the best that they can and then but and then go okay so that we, we won't give them that job my job is for me to take care of myself and for me to to celebrate me and like then you can then then you can then you know that you're going to deliver so then you can you don't have to like dial your expectations down because you can you can dream big and the cool thing is that they'll be happy for you to and they'll go along with you like yes celebrate yourself and so like everyone's gonna win then yes though I have been finding in terms of food because often I have to admit I'm a teacher but when I teach the kindergartners and I don't need my brain I think about "Mm, I wonder what I'm going to have for lunch (laughs) (laughs) tomorrow because I just I need something to keep me going for those times there Um, we go and so you're using anticipation in a really fun way there (laughs) anything to survive those classes but I find that that the food then has been falling flat for me that that just it's not that I guess the anticipation is just better than than the food itself right okay and that's okay like yeah like like my trip like the anticipation is probably going to be better (laughs) yeah I get through that smog (laughs) oh that's true yeah okay you know what that that and and I appreciate the chat messages because it really does I know in the world of of COVIDness we all feel so isolated it really is poof it feels harder yeah than, than it was before right it never was this difficult because I could say okay I'm gonna go visit with a friend or I my own had my own birthday parties and all of those right at that it felt like these past two years when that was there was nobody else but sort of the immediate family to say there isn't anything else to be special is sort of a yeah it's been a harder one yeah yeah and that's okay Aiding. yeah like yeah just and remember like like you're doing the best that you can 
We write that every day. Yep. Still, <laughs> we're doing the best that we can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Aiding on Garvey. Does that feel good? Yes, it does. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So next year's celebration, you're going to be nailing it. You're like, yep, I'm in charge. Look at me. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. going to plan something for, for Mother's Day because that's coming up and I can yeah. do that and, and, and something for me. Yes. That, I've done it. I've already booked my restaurant. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, everyone, this is what we're doing. <laughs> Cause like, yeah, like, yeah, if you leave it up to them, like it's not gonna, it's not gonna be as good or it's not gonna happen. So, and that's okay. Like this is, this is the best of all worlds. Awesome. Oh, great. That sounds good. Aiden. And the other thing I did, I celebrate my half birthday. So like, that's something Ooh. else. That, yeah. So mine's like September and March. Yeah. So you, that's a good plan. Yeah, so okay, April. Because my birthday in April, it, it, it lands, my husband's birthday is close, and then Mother's Day, and then anniversary. There's too many things at this time of year. Half birthday maybe would be better. I'll, I'll check my half birthday. That's a yeah, good plan. Yeah, yeah, they're really fun. Excellent. Okay, Caitlin, you had your hand up. Did you want to coach on the mindfulness question, Caitlin, or something else? Yeah, I did. I also just wanted to um, add to Aideen, um, because I think since we've been doing this work, particularly about you saying about um, the negative bias stuff, Uh, um, so much of us, I feel like it comes up on Circle a lot about how we deprioritize our own self-care and including kind of self-celebration. So I've been trying to work on, like, if I sit there and go, what am I doing for my husband that he's not doing for me? It's really easy to find evidence for. Ooh, um, like that, you just keep clocking up. So I'm sort of trying to catch those moments and go, okay, he's not going to do, like I'm a planner and I enjoy planning things. I enjoy buying presents. He can't, couldn't care less about presents. It's just not on his radar. So I'm trying to start scanning things about ways that he's showing up for me that are, are not, they don't have to mirror what I'm doing. Um, and that sort of helps a little bit, particularly around those celebrations and Christmas that he does nothing and all that sort of stuff. Um, like what is, how is he showing up in his own way? And that can kind of make you feel a bit appreciated. And also the other thing that I just did for my birthday, Aideen, was um, I planned this awesome day with a couple of girlfriends who also have birthdays around the same time and it was a self-care Sunday and we went to Pilates together and then we went for a beautiful lunch and then we went to this spa together and we clocked off and we made sure it was a Sunday so it wasn't like we were helping our husbands out with the kids and it was so good and we planned it a month in advance so we had a whole month to look forward to it so that anticipation was really cool too so I feel like just do something for yourself as well. <laughs> like, you know, they don't, because sometimes you feel like, well, I'm always planning fun things for other people to do um, and they're never planning it for me. So sometimes you're like, well, why are they getting all the reward from my planning? Anyway, have a, just plan something for yourself, hey, Dean, you'll love it. Yay. Thank you, Kayla. Sorry, That's so good. Like, I love that thought. And it's like, the thought is like, I, like it's, it's okay for me to plan stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's when I kind of got to the point where it was like looking at their sort of acceptance. It's like, well, I'm actually good at planning. Like it's, that's my job as well. And as much as it's kind of like I get a little buzz from it too. So if I'm enjoying planning for other people, I shouldn't, I, sh- I need to kind of dial down the resentment because I'm actually enjoying it, you know? 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I think it does come, it's certainly become really apparent to me in the work we've been doing this year about the self-care because I feel resentful that I have to look after myself, which is stupid because I'm looking after everyone else. Um, so had sort of flipping the, the, the mindset on, no, I want to look after myself. I enjoy looking after myself. Um, but that's harder. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Why do you think it's harder, Caitlin? I think it's just a habit. I think it's just, and I think it's easier. Sometimes it's that familiar muscle memory of maybe being a victim a little bit. And going, um, you're not looking after me or I'm not. And so it gives me permission to go, well, no one cares about me, so I'll just eat all the Easter eggs in the house. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. I think we were talking about before, it's like that little teenage rebellion a little bit. It's like, well, I'm almost having a fight with my own self-parent or something. Yeah, right, 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 right. Right. So I, think, I think that's, I think, it, and I think it's just habit. So it's been, I'm more aware of it now. Um, I'm not on top of it 100%, but I can certainly catch those thoughts now and go, oh, that's that little teenage Caitlin stamping her foot. And yeah, going, great. And you get yeah, like, like, and like that gives you a really good visual. Hey, like, yeah, like, and I think that's helpful to have the different, like, in your head like the different versions of yourself like yeah. give them yeah give them names and give or give them a persona so yeah. yeah yeah but I think that's like it's obviously I, I, the thing I think I'm finding tricky at the moment and it sort of does lead into the mindfulness stuff is there's so it feels like there's so many like in my even in my belief plan I could easily have 12 things that yeah. I want to work on and it's how to focus. My brain doesn't naturally focus. Like even now um, talking to you, I'm thinking about four emails I have to write. And they can all wait. Like I don't work, you know, it's nothing, it's nothing earth shattering. Um, Did that work? But it is how to, um, how to just focus and be present. And I think, uh, and allow that I don't need to work on all 12 beliefs at the same time. Do you know what I mean? yeah exactly and it's just that's just that it's just that thought like I don't I can and actually the like and there's another thought that is really helpful is like focusing on one belief at a time is enough like that will be enough to get me where I want to go because when we want to do everything all at once it's coming from this thought of that I'm not doing enough or this like kind of that that kind of belief is like underneath driving it so and yeah. I feel it's a bit, it almost comes with a bit of panic that I'm going to forget and I'm not going to come back to it. So I, it's almost like I need a list of um, beliefs that like to get to next or, into, you know, like just it, it's almost like that. Writing to do. Uh, yeah, to-do list. When, like when I can get to this, I'll get to it um, because I feel a bit panicked. It's like sometimes even when you're speaking, like I've got there, these are all really good things. I've got to write them down. I've got to find them. I've got to go back. Because it's like my brain can't absorb enough at once. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, okay, so I think, Caitlin, like the thought we want to work on, and this is probably good for everyone as well, because is just this thought that like like I'm going to get what I need when I need it. Like I, 
and just have that trust that the lessons are going to come to you and like and just tuning into your intuition like so if you like think like if you just notice oh oh, actually like that seems really important like yeah like make a note of it but also notice like okay if you just like so if a thought pops into your head about oh I haven't practiced this belief for a while I'm kind of missing that like yeah like do but if stuff drops off it'll just trust that it'll come back when it needs to come back like and there's no kind of that it just like you're being guided and you'll get the lessons that you need when you need them so do you think in terms of the belief plans in the ones I'm putting in like my goals I've got the process goal the numerical goal every day the ones that sort of when they sort of lose their zing a bit yeah off yeah like let them go if like yeah yeah if it's not if you feel yeah like if you feel like like or either I know this already or yeah if it if it doesn't feel super inspiring then just let it go and just know that it it will come back to you if if it needs to come back to you yeah and when it needs you know when it needs to come back to you yeah and just like that's like they just have this underlying belief like the underlying thought that like yeah that not like I'm I'm going to get the lessons that I need like I'm it's all happening in the perfect amount of time yeah 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 Yeah. I think that's and and with the mindfulness like do you like how did you practice that I know it's a practice and I know people have done mindfulness courses or mindfulness in May and being able to I mean I guess part of the daily practice is a little bit of that like at least giving yourself but to sort of sit quietly and do the body scans like is that something you would recommend incorporating into people's daily lives to get that skill or do you feel like that's overkill well, I, for me, like I meditate, so that's like something I do, but I, I think like you can overthink mindfulness and really all it is, is just, it's just noticing. Like, so it's like, just like, to just practice noticing and I, probably like the best thing to do rather than like starting a meditation practice is just be to use like the work that we're doing here like just when you're eating just to notice like just and just if your brain's drifting on thinking about the past and future and whatever like just bringing it back to noticing like to being like when I say being present it's just like being aware of, the, of what you're eating like when you're eating it and that will be enough like that practice yeah. is enough because yeah. I think I I mentioned to you in our one-on-one that um, over summer sort of in preparation to start this, I had a go at Daria Rose's mindful eating. Oh, yeah, yeah. For like five days. And I found it really hard because, I mean, I think like having meals without distractions, which is on my goal list to do, um, (laughs) quite hard. Um, And But to, you know, spend that time tasting the food and smelling the food and feeling it where it is in your mouth. Like that was like torture for me, um, which maybe means I need to do it more, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, but we want to like, see, for me, like scrolling on my phone while I was eating, while I'm eating, that would be torture. So like, yeah. so I think like Dari is mindful meal challenge. She takes it to like the extreme of um, of like, really like looking at the mechanics of it and everything 
So you don't need to go that far where it feels awful, but like there's this like kind of middle ground of like paying attention to your food where it tastes really good and it feels really good like to do it. So yeah, no, I think that's right. And I think actually even having redone my belief plan and I'm excited for the feelings challenge because I feel like I've noticed that I'm in this state of feeling, on one hand, I feel like I don't have enough space to look after myself. So when things get hectic, holidays, kids from school, blah, 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 suddenly I use that as an excuse or valid or not to go, oh, well, I can't do my daily practice or I can't possibly plan my meals or I can't check in for two seconds. Um, I know that sounds like I'm being a bit harsh on myself, but that's what, what it sort of feels like. And then you start noticing, well, how I really am using my time. And I think your examples of being a time investor, because I still manage to do way more on Instagram that I need or care about. I really don't care about it. Um, things and where the, that time is actually being spent. And But why I'm looking to distract myself, like what am I distracting myself from? And I have, I feel like it is probably similar to when you distract with food. Yeah, it's totally. Scroll, yeah, scrolling is another form of buffering. Yeah. Really, you know, um, and sometimes you're numbing just, the sound of your kids fighting you know what I mean so <laughs> yeah um that oh, maybe it's something bigger but I feel like yeah I feel like the feelings challenge when that popped up I'm like oh okay that's that's good timing because I think I think that might be where I'm yeah, at yeah 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 like yeah and like let's just focus yeah like so this is see Caitlin everything's happening in the perfect amount of time you're getting the lessons that you need like yeah like yeah. and actually wanted like to share with you guys like one of the beliefs that I have in my belief plan is all my clients get exactly what they need exactly when they need it so like I've got that belief <laughs> that I'm working on for you all and it's true like it, it's it, it you are like so that's exactly the work for you to do now is like yeah. do the feelings challenge yeah yeah and I think you're right I think it is trusting that something might come up and I'm not quite ready for it then, but it'll keep, it'll come up again when I'm ready for it. Yes, exactly. And I feel exactly. like that has happened. So I need to yeah. trust that, that I, I'm not going to miss out if I don't have the time or the energy or the space to deal with it today, it will come up again when yeah, I am when, ready. Yeah, when you do. Yeah, when you're ready. Yeah. 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 That's it awesome. feels like That's a good like a sushi train sort of <laughs> yeah, thing. It will yeah. come around again. Yeah, exactly. The thoughts are yeah. on the, the little thoughts are sitting on the sushi train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love sushi. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Does that feel good today, Caitlin? Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Jules. Okay. So I'm just going to coach on um, Nicole had posted in the group. So let's just do, oh, yeah, stick a few. Good. Um, okay, let's just pose pin. Okay, so Nicole had posted in the group treats SOS. So I'm struggling with treats. I plan to have an after dinner mint after dinner as I'm not hungry, but always feel like something sweet. This feels nice and satisfying, but then I have another and another <laughs> and another. Um, I'm reviewing this and having after having done this last night, I'm trying to work out which way to go on it. Um, do I Play, do I plan to have four after dinner mints so there's no restrictive thinking or do I do something else entirely? It feels a little compulsive at the moment. In fact, at times um, 
I'm having another, even though they've lost their enjoyment, even when I think I can choose again in any moment or it's better when I plan my treats, my brain doesn't care. I'm not emotional at the time, um, but I could be a combination of bored and tired, like wanting to have fun but not having the energy to start something more fulfilling. Not sure. I'm not sure. Open to suggestions. So this was great, a great post from Nicole. So there's a couple of things I wanted to pull out from this. So um, first, like just this idea of um, just like, should I be planning like for after dinner mints or should I like, or so that there's no restrictive thinking. And so we want to just remind ourselves that with treats, like having plan, having a plan and having some boundaries around our treats is not the same as restricting. So it's not the same as telling yourself I shouldn't be having chocolate and I'm never having chocolate. However, if we, but we do, like it is important to have a bound, to set a boundary around the quantity of treats because, because we always want more, right? So that's just part of sugar. It's like me having wine, like you always want another glass, right? And, but if we give in to that, it's not helpful. So having the boundary and having a plan isn't restrictive. It's setting us up for success and it's giving us a framework so that we can feel like, so that we can enjoy uh, so you can have your after dinner meal so we can have that pleasure we can enjoy it we don't have to tell ourselves never and we also don't go into the overindulging territory where we have too much of it but if we're like you know we so for normal food like we can tune into our bodies and let our bodies decide to tell us how much food to eat but for treats because we've got the sugar dopamine thing going on we want to like we need to have these boundaries we can't because if we if we try and wait until we feel satisfied oftentimes that's going to be too much so to answer that first part from Nicole is yeah yeah it's important to have a plan whether that's Nicole planning for or whether it's her planning two or one like it's really up to Nicole to decide like and to check in with like future like and for each of you like when we're thinking about that treats like check in with your future self like what would feel good for your future self to do so for me at the moment like um you know I've got my ice cream machine I've been begging on about that for ages because I love it so much and like I um so I'm like having a bowl like a small scoop of ice cream a small bowl every Sunday I love it like and that is enough for me it feels good like my weight doesn't doesn't cause any problems like it just I'm my blood sugar it's fine like it's all good for me doing that but for me to be having ice cream every day like if I think of like naturally healthy jewels who I already am that doesn't feel good like I don't I don't want ice cream every day but I do love that like that little Sunday ritual because it makes like it's like the end of the weekend like it's just like it's a really nice thing so that feels good for me so Nicole it's up to like you like you to check in with future Nicole and like and do this and do this checking in like in the morning like when you're feeling fresh and you can access your prefrontal cortex like that's when you want to get future Nicole to decide what the plan is and how much to have and but only you can know what's the right amount is but don't be afraid of having a boundary and and because that's not restricting that's 
that's being smart, <laughs> right? So having a boundary is, is helpful. Um, so that's that's the first thing I wanted to coach Nicole on. Like, so yeah, it's okay that like having a boundary is actually we're doing this for us. So having a limit to the number of things that we got, like treats that we're having, like we're doing this for us um, so that we can enjoy them and also achieve our goals. And also in terms of the quantity and how much to plan, you want it to feel realistic. So like whatever feels good and just check in with your future self of what, how like, you know, what do you want your relationship with the treats to be? How often do you want to have these things and, and take that from there? And then the second part is just this thought of like that Nicole had of like, you know, it feels a little compulsive in, in the moment. So um, in, she said, in fact, at times that there are times where I'm having another, even though they've lost their enjoyment. So when that's happening, like when you're eating food and you notice that I'm actually not even really enjoying this anymore, but I've got this urge to have more of them that's a sign that you're in like emotional eating territory and like totally nothing's gone wrong. Like we all do it. And this is what the feelings challenge is going to help with, but you just want to recognize, Oh, hang on. Like, and you just want to pause. And in that moment, like, so in that moment, like, yeah, like, and then Nicole had also said like the thoughts, like I can choose again any moment or it's better when I plan my treats they're not working because what's happening is in that moment, like it's the end of the day, you're tired, you're like, so Nicole also did say that she's not feeling emotional. So she's not feeling upset or overly happy or whatever. Like, you know, there's not a lot of heavy emotion going on, but just so that little boredom or tiredness, that can be enough to cause us to like feel discomfort that we want to eat to avoid feeling that discomfort. So what we want to do and the thing the reason why like our kind of those rational thoughts around I can choose again and it's better when I plan my treats then they don't work in those moments when you're tired it's because you're like you remember if we have the different parts of our brain so in those moments when you're tired that's when your emotional brain is like your amygdala is running the show and so it's the more primitive part of our brain. It's not the prefrontal cortex. So it can't think about the future. It can't, it doesn't care about future consequences. It doesn't care about like, you know, how you're going to feel tomorrow. All it, care, all it cares about is seeking pleasure now and avoiding pain. So if you're feeling a little bit bored and you're feeling a little bit tired, your amygdala like is going, yeah, okay, but, but if we have another chocolate, we're going to feel better. So let's go with it for the, chocolate with us let's just get the immediate pleasure and so that's completely normal and so of course like our like more logical thoughts don't work in that moment and what we want to and which is totally fine but what what will work in that moment is like speaking the language that, that the amygdala speaks in and actually i've just noticed it's 11 o'clock so if you need to go um just go i'll just wrap this up this coaching thought up um but yeah like our so and the the, the so what you want to do is just pause and notice, okay, like I'm feeling this and like, and just ask yourself like, what, like, what can I do? Like, what do I really need or what do I really want right now? And that's like the language that your amygdala like will, will, will respond to. Cause like when we're looking at, okay, what do I really need? And then it could be like, oh, I really need to have a shower and go to bed or I really need to like, you know, give, give my husband a hug, like I need some connection, like, or I really need to like, I've got some 
like, you know, whatever it is, but just like asking that question, what do I really need or want right now? Like that can tune you in to the whatever you really need that isn't those chocolates that you've already just like, that you're already not, not really enjoying. So, so there's a few few layers to that coaching for Nicole but I just wanted to share that with all of you and also for Nicole so like we've all been there right so it's a really really common thing so I thought that was a really good example to to go through with the group okay so we'll wrap up for today so I didn't we didn't speak about a process but it's cool we can do it next day so in terms of home play um yeah everyone if you're up for it like prepare for the feelings challenge so just check out the details in circle and you can download and say that you're in and we can take it from there and the other thing I'd really encourage you to do is just think about like what's one thing that you can focus on that you'd like to focus on in the next week so it could be your daily practice it could just be the feelings challenge it could be you might want to get back into doing some planning it could be like really focusing on enough could be focusing on random snacking could be um, focusing on just taking it one day at a time um, it could be maximizing pleasure maybe it's planning it's something so you get the anticipation um, but whatever it is just choose one thing knowing that that will be enough and that's all like there's plenty of time for you to 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 focus on other things as well okay have a beautiful week everyone and I will catch you next week okay bye everyone